هر کی من میرسه خانم مهندس خانم مهندس Like how would you even spot a doodle tala if everyone you yeah. know is a doodle tala? You basically hit the jackpot when you meet a doodle tala, and I'd be like, "Pay that a divina." Like, that's me there. And then I grew up, and I was like, "Hiba, what the fuck is wrong with you?" very random but i went to this like uh falgir uh oh to in la actually um, and this was like right before the pandemic and she was like do you see do you feel it in the air like the universe is off and i was like i, mean, I don't and then the pandemic <laughs> whoa that's crazy can you can you guys hear me oh yeah we can hear you you can read cuz i unplugged my mic yeti mic should be easier to use i'm sorry I mean, in your room, like, why not? Who cares? Um, also, another unpaid ad for girls with hemorrhoids. Um, oh my God. <laughs> gonna drink my laxative powder now, you know, because you have to do that on a daily basis when you have hemorrhoids. So. Stool softener. Yeah, guys, don't forget your stool softener. Okay, okay. I think this is the worst introduction we've ever had to a guest. <laughs> like, we have someone waiting to introduce, and in so far, we've introduced like hemorrhoid powder and. I don't even know what that is, to be honest with you. Like what she's using. So I'm just—it was—it's interesting. I don't know. I'm trying to figure oh, out. Oh well, I—I I <laughs> yeah, know what I it think, is. I think hemorrhoids are actually pretty common in the Persian community. I don't know, maybe it's because of all the rice we eat and we're always constipated. Um, yeah. but Miralax is a hemorrhoid powder, and the one I—it's well, not a hemorrhoid. It's a stool powder. softener. So the idea is when your stool is hard. It's going to puncture your anal opening and leave incisions, and uh, that leads to hemorrhoids. <laughs> so, by having drinking a stool softener, it will make the release from your injured anal canal more uh, seamless. It's basically a laxative. You know, I actually knew a girl. It's not a laxative. It, I mean. It's a stool softener. I, it kind of makes me shit all the time. I don't know. It feels like okay. Help with your now. Now the underwear thing was hot, but now no. Now no one cares. No, wait, I'm curious. I want to know. Does it make you lose weight? Just curious. Oh, so I was I was getting into that before Millie so really interrupted me. <laughs> interrupted me. Um, but I actually knew a girl that wanted to lose weight so bad that she started drinking laxatives all the time to just shit all the weight off. But then after a while, your body starts to regulate to it. So like at first, she lost a lot of weight, and then she just stopped. Lo- like she like started gaining the weight back because she was still eating as much as she was before, and she wasn't exercising. She just expected to poop all the weight out. Yeah, no, I know a family friend actually who did that. It's funny. Yeah, it's really unhealthy. Yeah, actually, if you listen to, we had a guest on in like the first season, Iman Hariri Kia, who's a writer, and she's written extensively about. her experience with using laxatives to use weight and it's really dangerous and no one talks about it she did talk about it, it um, but yeah it's like that's kind of considered an eating disorder and everyone it's like oh i'm just using laxatives and it's like you're destroying your body i'm not it's not i'm yeah. saying that out of judgment it's just like out of concern I mean, like oh no, yeah because there could be girls listening who might try to do it so just yeah like, please don't do that it's not like sustainable and it's also oh, like, you're ridding your body of nutrition your body needs nutrition yeah yeah Yeah. so with all of that being said (laughs) uh we're here today with Hiva Hosseini who we met in a clubhouse meeting last week but um anyways welcome to Persian Girl Podcast 
Yes, welcome. Thanks. Can I say though, um, I was looking at your merch and I love your Zahramar one. Like, oh, thank I you. love that one. I think it's so clever. That's also a word that I use popular. a lot. Also the hardest, one of the hardest at least phrases or whatever you want to call it to translate. Like snake venom. Yeah, but, drink snake poison. Basically. Yeah. But you can drink it. It can be it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'd love to wear that everywhere around the city. So <laughs> whenever someone wants to talk to me now that, the, the, you know, I'm not that social after the pandemic. So I'm just like, that I watch. I've been wanting to do a Kuft one as well. But oh, yeah. We, we haven't updated our merch in a while. We should. Yeah. Your one is really good, too. And so I think you guys mentioned in, in an episode, like, no horse and also like living in LA for a period of time. Like people did use no horse instead of no hostile. And I remember being very confused of like, what is that? Like, no horse. Yeah, it's, I know that it's like, okay, so. Well, I think we should. Right? Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. We should go into why. Yeah. Hiva, tell us about yourself. <laughs> so my name is Hiva. I am 25 years old. I live in New York. I lived in LA for, I would say, I don't know, like three, four years. Let's say about three, four years. Um, and then I went to school in Boston, to college in Boston, and now I'm here in New York working. I grew up in Tehran. I moved to LA, well, moved back to LA uh, when I was 17. Um, and the reason I speak English, as you guys said, I'm not just saying it, because you guys said without an accent, is just because I came here every summer and um, I went to LA every summer and it just, you know, thankfully it, my accent. Stay. No one asked you about it. That's why I, I made that comment in the middle. Okay, we have pause video. We got it. Okay. <laughs> Reference our private no, We spoke. We spoke with Hima uh, before we recorded. Conversation you're talking about Hima. I think you're well, trying to compliment her. So. You know what? I was posing. Let me be. <laughs> with that, I want to pause. Normalized posing. Yeah. I... No, I mean, who do you think Instagram is? It's constant posing. Like twenty four seven, well for some at least, not always, not for everyone. No, it it's true. That's why, uh, except for Millie's Instagram, which like her insta, her like normal insta page is basically a finsta where she just like shit posts about the funniest thing. Like, it's amazing. I think I have a good mix of like a decent amount of posts. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no, I'm all posts. I have to change on posts. A family just hyping Millie up for not being that. Wait, Natalie, what's going on in the back? Is there like a Persian party in the background? What's well, what are you talking about? Oh, oh, every time you talk, it sounds like really crazy. Okay, anyways, it's fine. So you said when you moved to LA, what part again did you move to for all of our listeners? (laughs) The wonderful Calabasas. Yeah. I have a lot to say about it, but yeah, so I moved to Calabasas, um, and I had I was seventeen. So in Iran, we you get your um, or at the time you got your high school diploma uh, after the third year of high school, and so I you know and obviously the curriculum is so different. So like basically, but when I came here, I had studied everything that was needed to pass, except for like government and like econ or something. I don't remember, or English, I think, um, which is hilarious. I would say so. I would tell you something in a second, but. Um, yeah, so I ended up going to Calabasas High for my senior year. Horrible year, but like literally the worst experience ever. Um, maybe it was the time too. Like, you know, like senior year isn't always like, is not the best, I guess, to move like to. Yeah, everyone has already like formed their cliques. I think that was it though. It was like a, it was like a core thing. There was like something that I was like, like I was clashing like big time. And I think to this day, I kind of still do. Um and nothing against anyone, but... Um, well, like, wh- explain, like, what the people were like. Like, what was, what made it so horrible? It was uh, so much. But, like, one thing was, I remember this one time I was, like, talking to this girl, and it was, like, the first day or something. Um, and and this this applies to a lot of people and a lot of my experiences there. They, I would, like, say something, and then they would just look at me and just stare at me. And I'd be like, okay, well, is that, like what like I don't know like am I am I that bad to speak I don't it was just weird like so the whole year I ended up like the, I, I was just always in my head of like oh like 
you know, he like, you're so odd. Like clearly, like these people have <laughs> like you, you know, like have to. I don't know. Yeah, people in LA are like really comfortable being bitchy. Like they have no hijalat whatsoever. Like the bitchy, I feel like hostile. Oh, hostile? It's not. I don't know what it is. It was like I feel like it's just like this unnecessary like desire to make people feel uncomfortable when they haven't done anything weird at all. Like I, I just don't get that desire. Like, why do you want to just make someone feel like they're out of place? Yeah, and and like and I spoke like like uh, I spoke English well, whatever you know. So I was just like kind of you know, if no one knew me, it was just some other girl that was like. Yeah, no, that's what me and Natalie were saying. We were like, what was the clashing? Because you already had assimilated by coming to like summer camp in America every year and all these things, and yeah, I think so. That's why I think it what like it definitely had nothing to to for me being Persian or anything like that. I mean, they didn't even know. Like it wasn't like. I mean, unless they could tell, maybe they knew there's so many Iranians. Yeah. But that wasn't it. It was like, they were like, I don't want to say, no, I don't want to say like socially inept, but like in comparison to me, we were (laughs) that was what it was. Like, I remember one time, you know, for example, let's say you're walking down the street and you see someone, you know, or like someone that's in your class. Well, you would smile at them, right? Like, you don't want to go say hi or whatever. I mean, you can, but like, if you don't want to do that, you'll just like smile. Like, okay, I acknowledged you. Um, and I remember I did that once. Didn't really think of anything of it. The guy stared at me, looked away. And I was like, oh my God, like, I hate my life. It was so bad. And have in mind, I've like just moved here. Like, it's new. Everything is so new. And like, everyone's mean. Like, it was not nice at all. Do you have siblings? I have a sister, yes. I have a younger sister. And how old was she when you guys moved? So I was 17. She was 14. Uh, Granted, she also hates it or hated it. Okay, so yeah, I was curious about her experience. Yeah, Yeah, it was just, I mean, and I'm sure you have an idea of like, obviously, like knowing LA, like how it is. Um, But I, I just didn't expect it to be the way it was. And it wasn't like, it was just, I don't know. It was just so weird. It was so weird and so different. And people were so like, there's so many Iranians, but like none of them wanted to speak Farsi. I love speaking Farsi, like mm-hmm. language. So, but none of them wanted to speak Farsi. And I remember I would say something in Farsi. I'm like, oh, like, stop. So but, you eventually did become friends with like the Persians and. Oh, oh. It was one year and I hated my life. And then I left and I was like, bye. And then I went to school in Boston. So. How would you describe the difference between Persians here and the Iranians? So I I recently heard, yeah. I hate referencing TikTok because I hate admitting that, I mean, both Millie and I are really into TikTok. Oh, well, um, yeah. So whatever, like, just own up to it. Um, but I recently uh, listened to this TikTok of this girl, wasn't from Iran, but somewhere else in the Middle East. Um, and she was saying how she she actually like grew up in iran she's around our age and she was saying this story she's like it's so strange when you grow up back in like that country let's say she was from iran she's like it's so strange growing up in iran now and then coming here and meeting parents of people my age that left iran a long time ago and how they tried extra hard to hold on to certain social constructs and standards that aren't even a thing in iran anymore so like parents here are way stricter than parents in Iran because parents in Iran just like let go of all of that because they didn't feel think the need to hold on to it. But think about it. Like imagine- Is that a thing in Iran? Like, cause this girl was from somewhere else, but I want to know if that was a thing for you. Yeah, it's funny because I was actually talking to my aunt about this a little while ago. And um, like, obviously I grew up there. Like, you know, the, I mean, now a lot of things aren't the way they were when I was you know, a teenager or when I was in middle school or whatever. I guess that would make me a teenager, but basically growing up. Um, and so it, it was, you know, like our family's like, no, that's their home. Like they know, you know, how to be basically how to prepare me for marriage or whatever that, you know, like is considered success for them, for their daughter. But here, imagine growing, like growing up in that place and immigrating to let's say whatever, Los Angeles, um, you know, kids are going to, also it depends on the family and like their background and like, as in like, and their beliefs or whatever, but there's some things that are kind of, in, in my opinion, like kind of engraved in, in at least like their generation. 
so like my aunt was saying how difficult it was for her to understand like okay like I have to let my kid have a date like going to I don't know like something and you know middle school or high school or whatever like beginning of a high school um and that was so difficult for her to comprehend because you know she didn't grow up in the U.S. and you know like because think about it like that's why they like cling to what they know and it fucks people up naturally you know right. so I can't blame them it sucks because they're trying to learn on the daily too um but yeah it is it's the reality yeah it is like, like that so when what is it interesting that it was on tiktok i don't yeah. know i don't really i don't have it i'm like but anyway sorry go ahead no 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 it's fine no there's a lot like, of people are you trying to shame us for like yeah i was no i'm kidding i think um here's the thing like my sister's obsessed with tiktok and she's like on i mean like i guess with like everyone else like i do see the appeal but i just told myself like Hiba, you're on your phone 24 7 if you add this other app then you're really gonna be stuck to your phone so i've just been really adamant on like no but i've been to the app store and then came out of it like anyway it's a battle but um i don't have it anyway what do you want to say Oh, I, I totally like feel you on trying to minimize screen time and everything like that. But um, there are just more interesting conversations happening on TikTok than Instagram. To me, that's just what I. Yeah. And that's why I, I mean, I'll probably cross over. To your- yeah. But like, you know, I'm not. <laughs> we like we sound like we're like sponsored by them or something. <laughs> But I guess I wanted to go back to what I was saying before was like when you moved, were you expecting, I mean, I'm sure you were expecting the Persians here to be a little bit different. Were you kind of shocked by the difference or like, what would you say the differences were? Yeah, very good question. Um, I actually remember vividly. So the day before um, my senior year, you know, what do you, the idea of you have high school here um, is like. I don't know, you know, like what you see in TV or what it's like in every movie ever made or like pretty much a lot of movies targeted to a young audience. It's always, it just placed, it's placed in high school. So you have an idea. It wasn't like I was expecting that. That's definitely for sure. But like giving it being, it being LA and there being so many Iranians and um, I just, I wasn't even nervous. I really wasn't even nervous going into it. Like the day before, I remember I wore some like, I don't know, 2012 that was the year I graduated from high school no sorry 13 yeah yeah 13 13. (laughs) anyway we're not creeps we're just the same age (laughs) I'm sorry no no I got it 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 was 2012 that's why I got confused that year but yeah oh oh oh, yeah because it starts yeah the year starting yeah so I think it was like senior 2012 or something some like red shirt that I was wearing or that everyone wore or something um and I wore that and I, I didn't think about it I went and I was just like I don't know like if people were cold like I wasn't really expecting anything like like a, I mean I understood like you know this is a new environment whatever like I had changed schools once um but but I, I didn't ex- it was kind of to the point of like unwelcome um and so I don't know like I I know when someone new came to our school growing up I you know we we were nice like, I understand the clickiness and, you know, you have your environment and stuff, but like, I don't know. It was just so, like, I think we just clashed and um, culturally that was a big thing. Uh, like I was from Iran. I don't know. I have a hard time explaining it. When you ask Maybe questions, I'm really good at like, You think shaksiyat is a good term to you? As in like, they would be shaksiyat or no? Like, like the difference in shaksiyat? Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, I don't want to. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, but okay. don't be afraid to offend people. You're oh, no, I know, I know. I'm you're always gonna offend somebody. Is my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So like, just be I, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I think I want to say bishaks, yes, but like cultured, I wouldn't call them or the ones that I, the people that I interacted with closely. There was one friend. Uh, I was going to ask if you thought that they were very ignorant because people from other countries tend to come here and be like, wow, Americans are so ignorant. I, I kind of think so. But I, I mean, I would. I, but then again, like, I also know just, you know, I'm not like trying to not offend anyone. I'm just saying that, like, 
I also know that I, I didn't know every single person there. And I'm sure there's like amazing there's, people. Blah, 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 everything's blah. a generalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But generally, from my experience, yeah, like it was, it was hard to relate, you know, like naturally growing up, there were some things that I witnessed or some things that I like lived through or whatever that, you know, like maybe they're blessed that they didn't. Um, and so it, it was just not, when I think of like a, like an Iranian I meet, like I remember I met this girl, she had just moved from Shiraz, didn't speak English like well. And that same year uh, did not like, she didn't speak English well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw her and I got so excited and I was like, oh my God, like I also just moved. And she was like, and then she, we just started speaking in Farsi and it was just kind of nice. Cause it was like, oh, like someone that like from my country kind of thing. Um, and I remember I was this girl that, you know, was Iranian and went to that school and she was like, don't talk to her. And I was like, like it's social suicide. I'm like, oh my God, you guys, like, why, why are you like this? It was just so weird. Like a stupid corny teen movie. Oh, like, really? And it was like, and oh, oh, by the way, speaking of that, I, I never forget, like, you know, in, this, in these movies when someone's new at a school and everyone like looks at them, and it's like, oh my God, who's mm-hmm. new? I experienced <laughs> that. Like, I really did. I remember I walked into this calculus class. The whole class looked at me. First day of school, I basically died. I was like, okay, well, I'll just go like die in the corner. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. Like, I literally get PTSD when I, like, you know, the commons in Calabasas? Yeah. I can't. Like, I go there and I'm like, that on. place is hell. Baran. So, like, artificial and scary. And I feel like everyone knows each other and is just like there to, like, yeah. spy and, like, give each other dirty looks. Like, oh, yeah. did you see who she was with, what she was wearing? It's so weird. And it's so I'm ugly. Not so and what you can do. Like, there's a Starbucks and a freaking, like, or some shit (laughs) no there's a yeah no no i think it's so crazy like i'm not sorry this is gonna sound really offensive but like because of the kardashians people think like calabasas is like the nicest place in la they think like that's the most glamorous and i there are beautiful areas in calabasas don't get me wrong i just like that's a really inaccurate depiction and it's yeah. not like the hub of yeah West really Paris. it's really far like the i remember dated communities and yeah like malls yeah, there yeah. are beautiful homes and stuff you yeah know? there are of course but i mean i hate it i mean maybe it's because no i apologize i don't hate it but i think it's no well i do but it's <laughs> it, it's because i'm traumatized like i just think of i i literally like I kid you not, I went, so from Calabasas High, I have, well, one friend that I had, you know, before attending, and then one friend I made, that's it. That's literally these two people that I know, well, one of them, but basically I'll say one friend, because that's the one friend I made. And we both share this mutual, like, feeling. Yeah. But it's interesting that it's, like, kind of common knowledge, like, it's not just me being like, oh, they suck, but, like, no, really, like, kind of, just kind of sucks. Well, I would like to consider myself as somewhat uh, woke, <laughs> quote unquote woke Los Angeles. <laughs> that's, what to, that's what I'm trying to portray. Like, I'm trying to portray myself as like, oh, no, I don't hate these poor people who I don't know. I just hated that freaking school that like, well, I don't know. It's fine. We get it. No one, no one's going to come okay. after you. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to come after you and like. What? I said no one's gonna come after you with like a pitchfork. Like no one's gonna start yeah. like anyone in Calabasas who has a problem with Hiva, you have to go through. <laughs> Everybody, right? Hiva's canceled. Yeah, oh god, I mean, it's like what, what's even gonna happen if I'm quote canceled? Like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> imagine if you're never allowed to go back to the Calabasas Commons. Oh my god, thank you. I would like <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Um, but. I had a point I completely blanked right now also what's great about having a podcast is like your fans don't see you like nobody can throw tomatoes at me for like the fucked up shit I say say whatever I want and it's, in, it's already like it's in your headphones you already heard it yeah you're mad at me bye yeah but also have in mind I literally know nobody in Calabasas so it's like okay like you know this girl like didn't like her senior year um 
So it wouldn't really make a difference in my life, basically. So that's not why. I'm just trying to be like woke, I guess. Like, but yeah, I'm really anti woke, but I was using it. I okay, we can the the we don't have time for the woke conversation. Okay. But yeah, I feel like. <laughs> um i feel like what the point you maybe wanted to make was something we touched on over the phone and also like something natalie brought up earlier was about when each generation holds on to certain values and even like moving here there are still some things about like our background that even though like we grew up in different places i think we'll have it in common and i think that is in regards to like um, women's experience dating and like having to unlearn certain yeah. things that our parents have taught us and our grandparents yeah. have taught us I have a really hard time putting that into words honestly um but I did notice in myself like I didn't think because you know like I would call myself quote western and like I I spent a decent amount of my childhood here um and like whether it was like short period, short periods of time but you know like I didn't realize like your environment and you know the schools you go to your teachers like just your environment like really affect like the way you you know you know like what you think your future what success is like I remember I don't know maybe it's also like growing up maybe that's also part of it but I can for a fact I for a fact know that like so many things that were said repeatedly or like you know like just I don't know how to describe this better but long story short um you know, the aim in life always, that's my dog over there. It's so cute. Um, thank you. Um, the aim in life always was, okay, like, you know, you, you study and then you, you get married and obviously he's rich and obviously you'll have kids and that's success. Like, done. I'm sure. Um, I assume kid, like, that, that applies. But that's not it. It's like, what I'm trying to explain is, um, Masalan, um, like one thing was that, you know, it was said and we were basically growing up, I was told several times, okay, my son, pesaro, they want you for one thing. That's the one thing they want you. That's it. Like you do not give in. You do not, don't talk to them. You don't whatever. You know, that, okay. And, um, and so of course, like you said, that comment anyway, like trust issues naturally. I mean, it's funny. I never even thought about it, but yeah, like that, that would make, like make you have trust issues, obviously. Um, but also like you're viewing these men as like predators and not even human. Like you're just viewing every single one of them as like, Oh, like, how are you going to use me? Or how are you going to, you know, so I need to stay safe in order to have a better future. Does that make sense? Completely. My parents told me the same thing. I mean, I don't think they were like, you can't talk to them, but they were just like, my dad would say it himself. Um, he's just like, men are pigs. Both of my parents would say this men are pigs. They just, they have one thing on their mind. That's all they want. And like, you need to just know that. Yeah. And like, like teachers giving us, you know, like, like your teachers having the same opinion. And then, you know, like, like my parents, um, we never, like, I, honestly, I didn't even get it much from my parents. I got it more from my teachers. I'm like, you know, this type of mindset. So like, yeah, I was going to ask, like, what was your experience like in school in Iran? Like, what kind of school did you go to? What I've been told was that teachers in Iran were allowed to be like second parents to you. And like, and like, like teachers here are not allowed to like, give their personal opinion. Like, like, that's very like frowned upon, like, like I think teachers would get in trouble for that but like like I I work in like a Persian company and like one of the guys I work with he's like yeah in Iran like our teachers were allowed to hit us like our teachers were allowed to be our second parent and like and like tell us like how to act and how to behave and whatnot and our parents went along with it they were like yeah yeah whatever your teacher says which is like such a crazy concept yeah I think um because you know obviously boys and girls schools are separate I think for boys it's very different um you know like I don't think when I was like when I growing up when I was growing up and everyone like my age growing up like I don't think hitting was a thing I really don't like the way it was like this guy is like in his like 60s okay I don't know I that probably but during my time they like hitting wasn't a thing but verbal abuse like like really speaking down to the students and like making them it really did affect my confidence or anyone else in my shoes or like my classmates I'm sure like 
because you know your teacher's talking down to you like making you feel dumb and yeah they there's so i can think of so many different lectures of like just different life lectures that we would get from different you know it didn't even matter what subject besides the lessons about like let's say men being predators what would you say was like another kind of consistent life lesson that they would try to draw very that was very consistent it was like constant um in my experience i'm trying to think what else i don't know uh, like, what would they say to kind of undermine you and make you feel dumb like what was what would be the sorry i don't know why i'm like <laughs> relive your past trauma <laughs> also not not to like segue into something else like not to like go on too much of a tangent but men are only predators if we raise them to think like yeah. to be like legal talos that think that they are entitled to whatever they want and if they <laughs> see something that they want they're automatically entitled to it so like they're it's only predators when we raise them to be predators just that have in mind we're all being raised in the same environment you know girls and boys so obviously there's a lot of great guys and and there's a lot of them that do qualify under that umbrella um, of course really. and they're also in LA a lot of them and elsewhere oh definitely yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I actually recently uh, read an article that the uh, biggest manufacturer of doodle talas is LA. <laughs> it, it makes so much sense. Think about it. They from the country, like, oh my God, I have a boy. Let me tell them what I know. And yeah, I mean, I think some people like it. I don't, I mean, I'm not, I don't know, but some people do. But no, you, you know who likes doodle tala men? Women who aren't from the community and like they meet these like doodle talas and they're like, oh my God, he's so confident. Yeah, and like, so charismatic. Oh, look at the way he walks into a room, like he owns it and ah, he ah, like, ah, ah, ah. He calls me Juni. Oh, like, I'm like, oh my. I literally, no, I cannot. I know. Oh, yeah. Literally. Wait, have you dated Persians? Before? Oh, yeah. Obviously, have you ever dated yeah. a Persian guy? Um, no, actually, there's this one. Same. Yeah. <laughs> there's this one, and my God. No. <laughs> Your face. Yeah. Can see. Also, it was, like during my youth, but um, yeah. Wait. So, well, okay. So you left when you were 17. So this yeah. was when I was 17, 16. 16 oh, so you dated a Persian guy in Iran? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. but you know what? It's funny because like I realize all these things that I realize now, this whole doo-doo tala mentality or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, or like facade or you know, like the aura, the doo-doo tala yeah, aura. Exactly. Like <laughs> I didn't realize these were bad. This is what I was trying to explain to you, and I'm such having such a hard time putting it into words. Like I didn't realize these things that were considered fact in my head. Men are stronger, men are wiser, you know, you are like that was kind of like in my head, like not that I would voice it or not that I would tell myself this, but like I kind of at the end of the day was like a man will take care of me at the end of it. Does that make sense? And then I came to myself like, I don't know, like I guess time or growing up or, you know, environment, I don't know, maybe all of them. And I was like, what the, like, why do you think that? Why? Like, that's so messed up that you think that way. And how do you think that way? It's because of like what you were taught and what you were told and like, you know, and it, it's pretty messed up when you think about it. No, if that's all you've been surrounded by, it's like, how would you even spot a doodotala if everyone you yeah. know is a doodotala? You basically hit the jackpot when you meet a doodotala and that, if your mentality isn't the way that, you know, what, yeah. for example. And it's interesting when, I wonder if like this happened to you, but when you have those expectations and like any guy you date who's not from our background they're probably like oh my god like she expects so much like what's is she okay and then people think you're crazy and like from another planet i literally love that you asked this question um you know i remember when i would have like mishaps or you know there would be there would be like let's call it miscommunication i'd be like and then, and then I grew up and I was like, Hiba, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, this poor person is a person. Like, why are you, why are you putting them? But yeah, anyway, it's very problematic. And I think how I ended up realizing these things, once again, because I, you know, obviously age and time, you know, um, but it, it was because I kind of thought to myself, okay, like, like, this might work there. 
and this might have worked then, but like it doesn't work. And honestly, it's I don't even know how it is now. Like I don't even think it's like I'm not even saying my experience is the country. It's not like, but there are many people that can relate to what I'm saying. Not everyone, obviously, but a, a, a number at least, um, because at least we do share a similar surroundings. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I definitely realize after time of like like these standards that you have or these like it, it, you don't want that the life that you want at the end of the day doesn't include that package and if you want that package it you will not have the life that you want and I think that was a huge realization honestly during COVID times like in the beginning I was like it kind of hit me and I was like wow Eva, like you've been messing things up it's all you and your background and your <laughs> anyway I hope that well, that's that's really interesting the way you put it um so as you've kind of progressed in your way of thinking do you think your parents have followed the same path or are they still the same I think because I make them too well I mean so my parents no never really like they don't thank god they're they, they're not the the type they just don't really interfere like at all I do get comments from my dad every once in a while like okay let's see get my son you keep it on me yeah <laughs> it you know yeah, that's I, I love I love that like Persian dads go from like do not breathe thin air as a man to okay yeah, uh, grandchildren <laughs> literally my dad is so awkward about it though it's so cute and we went to a wedding together and when we left the wedding on the way home in the car like he doesn't even like look at me when he says it he's like looking straight I think he was like too shy to like look me in the eyes and like ask about boys but he was like so uh did you see anyone you like and i'm like no that's so like what like he acts like i went to like a fucking like uh what are they, like these like dog contests where you can, like, pick out the one that you want like oh this one looks like it jumps high like this one looks like it makes a lot of money like <laughs> oh my god that's so funny like, no i didn't see anyone i like you know weddings were like the place maybe it is still like you know, oh it is it, it is still yeah. not for me or my family you know like thank i don't know like it's just my experience in my life that has not been the case but it is the case obviously like for a lot of people um but yeah no so that's why they think that like that is the, the place that you mm-hmm. will find your yeah when i was younger my mom acted like every wedding i didn't go to was one more step yeah. further away from me having my own wedding that is hilarious wow like I, know. Like I would get so much guilt anytime i was invited to a wedding and i'd be like mom i want to hang out with my friends i have plans today i want to go to this stupid wedding of someone i hardly know mm-hmm. and she'd be like what you don't want to meet someone and get married yourself someday and i'm like why <laughs> i i think i have a better chance of meeting someone at the bar with my friends i'm sorry someone i would actually like than at this wedding i like just personally that's how i feel no, um, my, uh, my dad, he also the same thing. Like he inquires from my life, from like my mother every once in a while. And it's funny because like, but uh, I do think it's funny. And it's good that you, you did mention like they, he went from like, like no parties, no boys, no, like no completely just stay home study. That's, that's what you're going to stay home and study. And that's, that will get you the life you want to like, okay, like, why don't you have a boyfriend? Like you are above 20. Like now it's the time to have a significant other and like for you to get ready for marriage or whatever. But I mean, the way I deal with it is like whenever a comment comes up, I just start screaming and I'm just like, get, go on this whole thing. And they're like, okay, fine. Die alone then. I don't know. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I, it's been working. Um, I talked to a friend of mine as well and she uses the same method. So mm-hmm. Uh, they get off your back at least for a little while and then you can you know marry or be with someone well what do you what do you say i'm just curious what do i say i just say like um i don't know let me think (laughs) okay should we we play your dad i i I will say it with a smile but yeah uh so uh baba (laughs) cassie to zendigitas and i say no oh my god i have an exact perfect example that just came to me I said, I, he was like, um, he said something. And I said, like, um, uh-huh. No, he said, like, uh-huh. and, I was, oh! and I said, that's the problem. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, 
and I, oh he said something like you need to stop being aggressive and I'm like how am I Wait, aggressive? my oh, parents say the same my dad thing to me. That too. my dad I, one time I was talking to my mom about like how I was angry at some guy and he's like you should never argue with your man just tell him he's right all the time and I was like I don't even tell you you're right all the time and you're my father you think also my my dad likes uh the he likes to like point out the fact that i'm i i wasn't raised as the good delicate hanum persian daughter he always thought he would have by telling me i'm not persian i'm israeli he's like you're not persian you're israeli like your mother and i'm like okay it's funny i'm sorry i'm not as submissive as you it it doesn't even apply to everyone you know it's like a certain like number of people that like and you know have whatever the reasons are you know the change in environment anyway yeah well my mom is all about the like playing dumb like play delicate but like you know what i mean like killers move in silence that's her vibe but that that's kind of like the whole idea that like the 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 persian man the my mommy say the saying like the man is the head but the woman is the neck so it's kind of like be the neck, like let your man think he's the head, but really you turn to be the You know, I know. I've heard that exact thing. And I just don't see how I would, I personally would be able to be safe. Like, I think throughout my life, I've always been aggressive, you know, growing up there. I think that's why there was a, you know, like it wasn't like, like for someone like that's loose like i can't i can't be for some guy like i would just tell them like oh like i don't like that for example have you met anyone that you've been with seriously no you know um, i have a lot of unpacking to do and like a lot of unlearning so we're gonna wait for a oh i thought you meant like literal unpacking. <laughs> no no like unpacking <laughs> i'm so busy unpacking. <laughs> <laughs> time for men no, not yet. But um, wait, what was I saying before? That? Sorry to pry into your personal life. No, no, it's fine. It's totally fine. But I, 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 I had a really good point, and it just slipped. Do you have a lot of unlearning to do? No, it was before that. Oh, yeah. Millie, it's, okay. a, it's fine. <laughs> You're not gonna like nemi Like I, I, that's always I was saying like it just seems a little bit of a game and a lot of like mind energy that to be used or like brain cells. And I'm like, I don't know. That's too much effort. Does that make sense? I mean, I remember seeing that in college a lot, but not necessarily from Persian girls, just from girls in general, that they would like eating in general themselves down and like pretend to like be like naive or stupid about shit just because they thought that that's what guys wanted. So I've never done that. I always found to be so annoying. It is annoying. And I don't, see how that's sustainable i mean maybe for some but i just i don't get it but it is a very common thing that i've witnessed and around me or not around me but growing up dating in iran at least or amongst you know family friends or family yeah i mean it's it's like a lot of cultures that just seems to be like the way heterosexual people interact they know know the man is wrong or the guy is wrong or the husband whatever and they're like shh oh yeah 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 like oh don't hurt his poor man ego god forbid you puncture the big balloon that is his head yeah for the sake of the family for this like have you do you know what like like you know yourself like (laughs) it's just crazy to me how and I've witnessed this too much. And I'm sure you have as well. And I just don't understand. Like, it just shows you, like, I guess when you're told that you are the most powerful being in your family dynamic, mm-hmm. like that will go to your head. And like, you know, I like I have a point on something and I'm like, I think this is right. But I don't have that confidence that like that person that doesn't know what he's talking about has and it applies obviously like other cultures and i could say that a lot like you know in my field and in in like um like in college and stuff but but it does apply also to what's on these people no it's so interesting interesting hearing you say these things because on one hand you sound like i mean you're so aware obviously but on the other hand it's 
like you still have that work to do is it like you're as you're saying yourself like yes you acknowledge it but it doesn't mean that it's like going to happen overnight that you're going to have this ability to do you know what i mean completely believe in yourself and yeah i don't know i mean i think um like many male dominated industries that women say the same exact same. Like I studied engineering, like, you know, there were more men than women. Like I have experienced this like similar things, like just in college or, you know, yeah. um, so it applies to that too. And not just like my, environment. I think. I yeah, no, it's, it's also in like your career, not just your like romantic life. Yeah. So I have a question. Were your parents proud that you chose a career path that's like one of the top four yeah, that Iranians are supposed to become? Or were they disappointed because they realized that you weren't going to school to meet a man? Oh my God, that's <laughs> hilarious. So basically <laughs> what happened, that's so funny. That's so funny. But so what happened was when I moved here and uh, it was time to choose my um, like- uh, That's a very serious career path. Like you're obviously not just going to- diddle daddle and like take some notes in your english class and like meet a boy you were it like was quite hard. Hard. me that's literally me <laughs> except everyone was gay i would have <laughs> my loved mom, my mom hated the fact that i went to fashion because she's like what men are you gonna be in fashion i'm like i'm not going to school to meet a man what <laughs> i like this group. i would have loved i think it's so cute to meet in an academic setting like that's probably my dream way to meet someone but it never happened it's dude fine. you're also so freaking stressed like honestly you should have seen me on campus like i was not cute like at all and i also <laughs> i also i had prescription glasses i wouldn't wear them because i didn't want to see anyone i didn't want to have to say hi to anyone whoa i used to do that too and i wouldn't wear contacts i feel you <laughs> but um wait to answer your question so yeah, anyway, it, it was time to choose a, a major. And I was like, I want to do art therapy because I love to draw and, um, and therapy. I wanted to like, I wanted to be a therapist, but I wanted to be an art therapist. You know, it was either that or just being an artist type of thing. And I was so sick of math and stuff. And I was just like, I just, mom, I don't want to do math. Like I just, I just, and she was like, have in mind, that's all I like in Iran, you have majors in high school. So I was a physics and math and physics major. So like, that's, you know, what I knew best I did not know science like as in like bio or whatever hate that I'm so bad at like memorizing like anything um but long story short uh I was like I want to be an art therapist and she was like how about engineering and I'm like I don't know like I just really I really don't want to do deal with math anymore whatever I ended up choosing engineering because like I studied biomedical engineering and I just loved like that the niche how niche it was and it you know I love I'm getting a little sidetracked, but I love that. Oh, it's interesting. I love to um, work with medical devices and it was just something I was passionate about. And so, you know, that's the field I chose. Um, and whatever. So obviously, as you know, like in Farsi, like Han Mohandas and she, like <laughs> once you, you have an engineering degree. So I hear that phrase when I'm in Iran, all the, like, had to remember, Han like, honestly, I'm uncomfortable. Like, like, well, <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Like, Mas and I remember one time, like a family friend, uh, uh, like called and was like, and I'm like, you know, like, I don't know. It's the name of this episode. I'm sorry. Why? Like your Instagram handle. I'm going to change your name to that in my uh, contacts. Like, Millie's name in my contact is Kalepuk. And my name in her contact is Geech Master Flex. And you're going to be Hanumohandes. That's so funny. I love it. I love it. My dad would love it. Um, it was funny, like, I think, and then, you, you know, I mean, Persian parents, like, they do like, I mean, parents in general, they do like to show off their kids, like, that is, okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. No, no, that's, okay. So that's one thing that was used a lot, like, <laughs> like, oh my God, like. Wait, so what do you do now? I work for a medical device company, and um, I'm biomedical engineer well i have no idea like what that entails but congratulations it's so broad honestly it's, it's and that's what i really liked about it like you you have to um like there were so many different paths you could have you could choose that you would be interested in like for example there's like in my head like the cellular part you know like of bio like i don't understand that i don't like like it just really i really don't like it um my brain just doesn't work that way um 
and you know some people go to med school some people uh you know like for me i like medical devices and the whole idea was so you know like you know design come up with medical devices that can help patients and um professionals so that no that's amazing i just such a wholesome person no i i wonder what it would be like to have such a like meaningful Career where you're like oh, directly. Oh, we really just talk for an hour just, a week. Yeah, we're just like close to sharing over here. Oh, I mean, while okay. you're like creating medical devices, oh. talk to Sarah. No, this is important. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, no, this is just this is me making up for it for saying that you were trying to pose in the beginning. I'm, I'm <laughs> no. No, I'm saying this is me making up being a bitch and saying you were posing in the beginning of that. Oh, okay, that's sweet. Thank you. I appreciate so. it. I was posing as time. Wasn't I was? Okay, okay. No, I know. We're going back to yeah. normalizing pose. I do appreciate it. But yeah, that was a huge like flex, I think, for my, my family. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think, um, and it's funny because I studied engineering and my sister, she's studying business. And for them, like at first they're like, okay, like medical school for her. And then she was like, I don't want to, I want to study business. And then I think they're less hard on her because they're like, okay, like, like Hiva did the, the one of the standard, you know, like whether it's being a lawyer or an engineer. Or, mm-hmm. you know, oh, she's lucky. You took one for the team. And then like, how my sister, she can like, you know. You can go be an artist or something. Yeah. You know, like, I mean. A bajillionaire because for them it's like business <laughs> I'm like I don't think you know how it works yeah like, that's literally how they think it works it's crazy I know like, it's like you go to business school you become a millionaire that's just yeah you grad you graduate with a million dollars that's your diploma it's just here's a million dollars that's so funny yeah but yeah they were less strict on her um than than me but I think my dad actually he did have a phase of like okay so like medical school and I'm like do you understand how much I hate bio like I don't think you understand how much I hate it um but he gave up because I don't know Hanumo Handis was enough I guess I don't know um okay we're getting like short on time but I I don't know how I didn't like I forgot about this question that I had but why did your family move to America well, I was born here, so, um, and I came here, oh. every, yeah, every summer, so it was just not, I mean, it, growing up, I, like, if you were born big, here, why did you guys go back to Iran? My dad's job, so, we, oh. yeah, um, and, and I loved growing up there, like, I really loved it, um, like, to the point that maybe I want my kids to grow up there, I, you know, oh, wow, so, yeah, I really, really loved it, um, but we we came here for college. Like the whole point was always like, okay, like Hiva, you know, oh, okay. you know. So for college, you know, kids are going to be here, and then after that, it's up to me. Um, so yeah, I have no idea what my future looks like, but for now, do you so feel like they... a lot? Of... Oh, sorry, Melly. No, are um, they still in America? Or yeah, well, both in between. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like a lot? Because I, like... I feel like you know, like a community of like Iranian kids that came here for college. Um, do you feel like most of them plan on going back to Iran? I don't know. Um, I guess it depends on the person. Um, and also the times, you know, like it really does depend on so much. So I, I don't know. Um, but I know for me, there was a time that I was like, oh, I'm hundred percent going back. But then now I'm like, okay, well let's see, you know? So, so I don't know. Not no, a- once you go move to New York, it's kind of hard to leave. Also, I love New York because it reminds me of Tehran. Like, it just really? yeah. Like, you know, I have the best. Way to I want to hear from you what it's actually like because I feel like everything like my father says about Iran, like, oh, we had every season uh, during any time of the year, and we had the most beautiful mountains and blah blah blah. And, like the things like yeah. he says just sounds so like like it sounds like a fucking like movie. And like, like, I don't know, just like everything he says sounds so overly dramatized because he's like overly nostalgic about Iran because he hasn't been there in I think like over 40, almost 50 years or something. Yeah. Um, so I just feel like a lot of his memories of Iran were are overly like dramatized because they're so nostalgic to him. I want to hear about it, like actually from you, like like what's so amazing about it? Like, what did you love about like, being there? Was it actually as beautiful as everyone says? As I, someone who's never been there. 
Yeah, no, I think so. I mean, I think our culture is amazing. I think our people are so warm and nice and just good hearted people. I really do believe that. Um, I think, I really think our education system's good. I mean, I, I, I think I was able to study a hard field just because of my, my educational background. Um, and they really do, you know, put a lot on students, at least from my experience, um, like, you know, going to school there. And uh, yeah, I think America has one of the shittiest education systems. People don't talk about that enough. But. Yeah, I, I kind of agree, unfortunately. And you really have to work for it if you want to, if you want to get like a, a take harder classes or whatever. It's like a whole, it's like, it's like they make it hard for you to want to take harder classes. I think um, like, and we have seasons, which is something I love. Like, I really hate that LA doesn't have seasons. That's one of the things I really don't like. Um, yeah, it gets very monotonous. I just feel like time doesn't pass. That's how I view LA. It feels like you're in rehab. Well, on. it does feel like you're <laughs> That's a really good way to put it. I always feel like I'm in rehab when I'm there. It's like... Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, so you were saying about what you loved about your upbringing. I mean, or just the country itself. And it's funny that you said garm or you said warm. Because when I said shahsiyat, I actually was thinking like another word that came to my head that maybe was better was like, there's a lack of warmth here. Yeah, 100%. I would say because it's different type of warmth. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, that's why I said cold. That's why, that's why I used that word because it wasn't warm, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess. There's a different type of, I don't know how to describe it better, but it just it's just home. And like, it, it, it feels... But that's anyway, I guess that's just how I feel there. But I think that I think I love the fact that there are seasons. I love the streets. I love that I can get a taxi. I love that it's a city, you know, like um, I love the food, obviously love the food. Um, Yeah, Yeah. you're you're muted, I think, Natalie. Is Tehran your favorite city? Yeah, I would say. For sure. I mean, well, yeah, you grew up there. Yeah, I mean, it's also like imagine like you, the place you grew up, you know, where your, your home is for you. Oh, Great Neck is not like <laughs> okay. Fine. Well, Neck could be one of my least least favorite cities, I think, in the entire world, not just in New York and not just in America. Wow. Okay. Well, I say that about Calabasas, so I understand. Um, I get it. I I do not have any uh, warm. <laughs> but like Masalam, imagine um the U.S. You know, like that's your home, right? Like, like you love the U.S. You, you know, you I, love- I I love I love New York. I love Manhattan and Brooklyn. Like I I, I do love New York more than anything. I think so. Yeah, like I that I really it's just your home. What? That would be your home. Like that's like right, like close to your home. Yeah. Right. So. So yeah, I agree. I mean, I think obviously when when someone has, doesn't go home for a while, you know, everything it just seems like a million times better than it is. But, mm-hmm. but I do think they're they're true. Um, I, I, it's just nice to hear from someone my age because it sounds more like real. As because I think all of us when we hear our parents talk about it, we just think that they're like, oh, they're all being dramatic because they just miss home so much. But, like it's like nice to actually hear from someone my age. I would say I went to Beirut a few years ago and um, I was there for about a month. And I fell in love. Like it was same thing. Like I love the streets, the food, the people, like that whole region. Like everyone really has a lot in common. Like our cultures really genuinely are very similar. Um, and I kind of got the, the closest sense of home that I felt like, so, like was there, I would say. Um, yeah. Well, we're dying to go to Iran eventually. I, I would love to go with like someone like you, like like a girl our age that can like show us around and like. I would love that. That would be really us, like. I would love. I, I mean, it's funny. All cool stuff. Like yeah, I feel like you're we like know about otherwise. Yeah. No, I think that's a great idea. I also think that. Um, no, I was also gonna say. Uh, I think one of the ways I like found my identity was being like, I am Persian. I mean, I guess you guys can agree. Like, you know, I am Persian, this is what I am, to the point that, like, to this day, when I go to, like, nightclubs or whatever, like, I all of a sudden start, stand, dan- like, I'm not even kidding, I actually belly dance to, like, rap music or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, um, we... <laughs> what? Me and Natalie, whenever we're together, I feel like we do that. 
You do? Oh my God, no one does it with me. No, also, um, I, I met this girl a while back that she is um, not, not Al- Albanian. Shoot, I, f- I forget where she was from. But she, she was also like somewhere like Middle Eastern. Um, me and this girl, like, like we're like dancing to like techno, like house music, but we're like, like moving our hands like this and like kind of like belly dancing in a way. And like, we, we both kind of just like connected uh, to that. I think there's something about any type of like, when you see someone like Middle Eastern, like dancing similar to you. Yeah. And it's just like this like automatic, like. Oh my God, you. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, a lot of people like come up to me like, oh my God, are you Middle Eastern? Like at like bars or whatever, like wherever mm-hmm. we were. Um, and it was just because I was belly dancing to some like, like, I don't know. Well, we need to go out with you when things are open again. Shanda. And we will all belly dance. Yeah, we will all belly dance. (laughs) Well, thank you, Hiva, for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This was very fun. And, uh, okay, well, Chodafis. Chodafis. Uh, I, I look forward to meeting you in real life. Yes, me too.